Live stream. Live stream. So welcome mm-hmm. to the NK Project, folks. Week number two. Morning. Morning. Well, afternoon, even. Well, after, well, close enough. Morning, afternoon. Yeah. Speaking of which, we are covering today about the morning and evening routine and how this can help with long-term results and also help with changing your mindset. And what we... Oh, no, God, I thought you were going to say something then, Kate. No, no, sorry. I was just checking the Facebook. Thing. All right, yeah, we're on. Uh, if you ask asking any questions, guys, you watch this live, uh, we're normally on Zoom. So ask, Kate can sometimes see it on the on the phone. Uh, but if you do want to come on to Zoom, you can do. You can have your camera off. You don't have to be in person. If you ever want to ask yeah. us a question and talk to us on here, absolutely, you are more than welcome to do so. Yeah, well, you can put a question in the mm-hmm. chat mm-hmm. or put it on the Facebook. Yes, and we can always get back to you afterwards. I mean, you have always got the help yeah. desk. If you literally go into the page, uh, the actual page we use in the NK project, you can basically type in the search part, which is the search for the page, not the search at the top for Facebook, and actually put in help desk and it should come up in your search then. Or anything else you're looking for in the group, by the way, because it does get a lot sometimes. I'm part of a uh, mentoring group, so group um, mentorship I'm part of. You guys are part of like an accountability group. I'm part of a similar one, but for business. So again, gets quite a lot of info in there. So I, you, I found that you could actually just search uh, the actual page of what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. So say if you're looking for... Oh, spot coffee on me. Damn it, I'm in new bottoms. No. <laughs> I don't think it's sealed right. No, bugger. I might, change, I might have to change where I come because it looks a bit dodgy where it is. Oh, no, okay. <laughs> oh, no, no, it's okay. You know, the 33-year-old versus the 51-year-old and I like a wet myself. <laughs> Can't, be <laughs> Can't be taken anywhere. Can't be taken anywhere. God, I'm Christ on a bye. Okay, anyway. So morning and evening routine is quite new for me and Kate, what we're setting up for you. It's something we've been reading up on, doing a bit of research on and it, We've even practiced it ourselves, you know, our own little routines. So I, I get where they're coming from with it. It changes your perception. So say with mental illness, mm-hmm. for example, it has become more based on perception. I'm no mental health nurse or anything specialised. This is just purely what I've learned off my mental health awareness course. And a lot of it was talking about perception. So, for example, if you wake up, you see the day is a bit dark, it's a bit grey, it's a bit cold. Your perception is nine times out of ten, it's going to be a shit day. So yeah. you expect everything to go wrong. You're almost self-fulfilling your own prophecy that it's going to be a crap day. Um, and same with the evening. So you've had a bit of a rubbish day and you're like, yeah, it was a rubbish day. And that's all you focus on is the negatives. Yeah. As yeah. In this day, I, I'm kind yeah. of guilty of that. You know, when you have those moments when something just goes tits up and then you're like, right, that's it. The whole day's ruined. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, no. And then people have that all or nothing attitude of let's just write the day off then. And then right the next day, you know what? It's Wednesday. I might as well just start again on a Monday. It's like you're only halfway yeah. through your week. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's you're barely 50% of the way. The weekends count too, folks. Don't just think Monday, Friday. <laughs> yeah. Everything all counts because there's always somewhere you could do work. I'm sorry, I'm just checking my cup's proper seal before I sip. I don't want spillage. <laughs> I'm about to do the Mr Bean thing. I don't know if anyone's ever watched Mr Bean when he's under the hand dryer. Looks like he's humping the hand dryer because he spilled water down his crotch. <laughs> I feel like that's going to be happening at some point. So <laughs> the whole point of the morning and evening routine is to self-trigger behaviour to kind of make you make better decisions, change your perception of the mm. day. And the key is with this, don't overload yourself with it. Think, what do I do now and can I tweak it? 
yeah because you don't want to go the other way and turn it into something that feels like a chore yeah or you know, overwhelming. That whole, yeah or oh I've got to do this or I've got to do that so yeah the first thing is, is to kind of think of the things that you know which will be personal to you which will be things that you you know that, that that make you feel calm or that make you feel happy or, or whatever it might be you know don't sort of set things up that you think you should put in there yeah because that's not really going to help you you just it'll just be something else you'll just see it as something else on your to-do list which is not what we're yeah. sort of after is it what we're trying to do is basically what we call habit stacking so yeah it might be there's something you already do but you need to do something before or after to trigger a new habit so for example many years ago i would just drink coffee first thing all morning and i'd have water later and i was struggling to get my water intake in i was drinking more caffeine than water as well or squash or milk you know because they're also fine uh, substitutes or caffeine free tea so i i actually f- fell across this research accidentally about taking water before caffeine it was saying how basically in the morning naturally your cortisol releases oh got an echo Have you got you are, sorry it was it yeah it's you on the face don't do that it freaks me right. out i know <laughs> don't like hear myself <laughs> not back anyway um so basically it was about cortisol which is a stress hormone and when you wake up in the morning your cortisol naturally increases but then in this day and age we all take caffeine as well which also releases mm-hmm. cortisol but cortisol is also a stress hormone obviously too much of any hormone is not great so that's why some people um don't do very well to much caffeine if you're more anxious um or when they have a coffee first thing in the morning still feel like they have a crash an hour later so what the saying is is give it a bit of time before having caffeine so what i do is mm. have a glass of water before the caffeine so my trigger is i put the kettle on so that's my trigger to say go and fill up your glass of water and you're not having your coffee till you drank all your water and that's something i've now done for five plus years yeah and you also need to hydrate before you have your caffeine mm. because you find if you know you have some people who get up and the first thing they'll do because they feel tired is to have coffee which is tempting and then they exactly and then they still feel tired so they have another coffee mm. and at no point have they had any water so in actual fact you're just you're just continuing dehydrating yourself because you go to totally therefore even you're more. going to carry on feeling tired yeah so the caffeine's not going to have the effect it should do oh random quick fact so the reason um with caffeine they say you do class it as hydration you can still class it but again you want the 80 20 rule you don't want 80 percent of your hydration being caffeine or alcohol no absolutely. so what it is it does hydrate you let the dog out no you're right you let the dog out who let the dogs out yeah. adult responsibilities um so with caffeine it acts as a diuretic a diuretic means uh, because it's also a stimulant so it stimulates your bladder more. So you want to pee a lot more. So if you find you're going to the yeah. toilet quite a bit, look at your caffeine intake. Mm. And I find personally two a day, maybe a cup of tea if I have a third. That's it. And then obviously this time of year, you want to have warm drinks. I understand that. So I've got a load of herbal teas and that I enjoy drinking. Like I've got this uh, peach and mango one and drink at the moment. An Aldi special. It's actually all right. Lemon and ginger, <laughs> peppermint, because it's all got no caffeine in. But it'll top up my hydration intake that I need per day. Yeah. So that's what we're getting up with the habit stacking, guys. And when it comes to morning routine, it could be as simple as that. Because for me, having that water, it's 
triggers me to think about my health a bit more. It triggers me to make better decisions. It's kind of sets my day up right. But if I have a water or a coffee, I feel like I'm out of sync with what I'm doing now because it's so autopilot. Yeah, and I think at the back of your mind is also the fact that the first thing you've done that day is do something kind of good for yourself or yeah. is good for you. Yeah. So it kind of puts you in, sets you up for the, you know, for doing yeah. the same for the rest it of the day. It puts you in a better mood because you're like, oh, I've just done that today. I've already ticked something off the list. Exactly. So, and yeah. this is good for yeah. my health. I feel good for having it even psychologically. So then it might be like, say, me, obviously your morning and eating routine will change maybe depending on your shifts or, of course, weekends. Yeah. So go with what majority of the time is for the moment. Say in the morning and the week for me, most of the week I go for a walk first thing. It just perks me up. I'm on a computer most of the day until I'm face-to-face with clients. Gives you natural light. It's fresh air. It gets my activity up because I'm going to be sitting, especially on Mondays, I sit a lot at the desk. So even something as simple as that, and if you've, again... Don't feel pressure that I have to go for a walk because I think people do this or I have to work out or I have to do this or I have to go half an hour early. Mm. Keep it so simple. And if you, if you can help you hit a non-negotiable, then obviously maybe base it around that perhaps as well. Yeah, I think if if you can do that, but like, you know, we've made a couple of suggestions, for example, yes. that you, you just step outside and get some fresh air. So it may yeah. be that you haven't got the time to go out for a walk first thing in the morning, but, you know, you just sort of step out the door or just have a quick, you know, walk around the garden or whatever it might be. Yeah. And that, that in itself is just, that's enough to, the fact that you've done something good for yourself, it will make you feel good. And then make you have, and do better decisions for the day. Yeah. Yeah. Just simple as that. Or another one, which I get some clients say, I literally roll out of bed now and then I get dressed to go straight to work. So your cortisol levels, right, are here and then suddenly you go up to here. That mm. 10 minutes, even 10 minutes earlier, just so you can take your time getting up, take your time brushing your teeth and make yourself look nice, probably time to grab a coffee on the go or have a glass of water before or take a coffee on the go could make a huge difference. Um, yeah. It's the same with, like, say, families, like you know, Kate. Uh, you've had mornings where maybe... I don't know, just whatever reason, the kids have come running and actually, and the chaos has begun before you've had a chance to wake up. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Whereas yeah, if you watched that little that, bit yeah. earlier before the kids and had that moment of peace just to register you're awake yeah. and let your cortisol levels release, reduces stress and it's a bit easier to manage the mm-hmm. routine for the day. Yeah, that's exactly what I used to do when the kids were little. Um, I would just have to get up earlier, so it was just me, so I could at least just get myself sorted before you yeah before the chaos of trying yeah. to get the kids ready and out the door you can handle it better can't you you handle, it, you handle it a lot better don't you oh definitely yeah yeah if you yeah if you just sort of rush into all of that it just no it just yeah. you're constantly on edge i think from yeah the, from, the, from the word go which is not what you want absolutely agree it's like for example and the fact that you can get in something for yourself before all that yes. chaos commence whether that's kids or work or both or whatever then you know, that's all the better. Yeah, and you don't have to do nothing. It could be a case of you just need to get up for 10 minutes and just just be awake, just be present, just be sitting and bringing your yeah, thoughts together. Yeah, you may just want to get up, look at your just plan. sit there and have a drink. Yeah, yeah just look, sit there and have a drink to yourself while you, yeah, look at your write plan down what you're going to do that yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It just, I think people are so busy being on the go, they don't have time to be still. And I think that mm. morning sat time where it's quiet, not many people out and about, so the traffic's quiet. All you can hear is birds if you're outside. It's And that's why I do my walk, yeah. for example. It collects me for the day because I do have very busy full-on days and I love it. 
but I'd have a lot of time where my brain just shut off for a moment. As a lot of you know, I'm quite hyperactive. So, <laughs> but even I like the quiet. So, for me, walking for early in the morning before I start work is really therapeutic for me, actually. It has a really better Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And I think that that does work for you. I mean, that exactly. I think is a, is a nice idea. I mean, I would, I'm probably work the other way. Yeah. That I would, I would probably feel worse because I'd got up earlier. <laughs> yeah. To yeah. do that walk. And that won't suit you. So that that's fine. You've got to exactly, find a different way yeah. for you. So I would, yeah, I would get my walk in later. Yeah. And, you know, my mornings would be a bit like you. I have a glass of water in the morning. Um, and I make sure before everyone else, you know, before the chaos, I do sit down and I write down or I make sure in my diary what I'm doing when or a list of things I know that I've got yeah. to do. So I'm not walking around in the morning going, right, I need to do this. I need to do this. Oh, my God, I've forgotten to do that. I just make a note of it I, the day before in the morning. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, the other day, what we're getting at here, that, your environment, what you live in now has a massive impact on things you do. And people think, what is this to do with fitness or health and fitness or fat loss? It's like, it has to do everything. Honestly, people don't realise that. It's like, say, when I was growing up and as a teenager, especially, I was always an early wake. I always had that. I loved going to bed early, still do. Love getting up early. Uh, I think they're the best times of day, personally. I am not a night owl at all. I am definitely a morning bird. And... Mm. My mum would struggle to get up in the morning. And if I wasn't up early enough and left the house on time because my mum's up late and my sister's up late and my brother's up late, chaos commenced. And mm, it would stress absolutely. me out, actually. So I used to get up deliberately early to get away from the chaos a lot of the time. And I've kind of always just done that now, even though I don't have that anymore. But I find I can take my time a little bit. It makes me less anxious. I could, And that's why I'm the way I am, probably with why I prefer being up early in the morning i automatically wake up without an alarm between six and seven anyway um i do have to set half five an alarm that that is not happening um i would just wake up and think i've got to go back sleep so that's the but six o'clock or between six and seven is like the sweet spot for me so Mm. you've got to think it's environmental as well folks like you know the environment you live in if you've got young children like kate said it's probably better to get up just 10 minutes early and this is actually advice i've actually taken off a a lady who used to basically run on nothing, basically. Typical mum, full-time work. In fact, she ran a business. She would be up with the kids. It'd be absolute chaos. And she burned herself out, basically. So she had to... And her health and fitness as a byproduct was being affected. She had no energy. She felt like she had no time for herself. And because she felt like everyone else's priority, she just didn't prioritise herself. And this is what this <clears> is for. You know, you don't just wake up, go to work, and then go home, eat and go to sleep. That is not living... And this is what we're trying to help you with this habit stacking, setting routines up that suit you and make you feel yeah. your best so you can be your best, be more efficient, which then you apply with other things in life, not just health and fitness, you apply maybe to a business, to your job, being a mum or whatever else it is you need to work on. Yeah. And that's what we're getting at with it. We've also posted into the Facebook group if you wanted to. You'd have to do this every day, but it's a little challenge if you want to. You just do one set of these exercises. So it's like a squat. I think there's Russian twists on there. I think there's push-ups on there. I can't remember. And we filmed it. We're very organised with filming. Um, I filmed it a few weeks before we started. And the idea is just get your body moving because some people might need that maybe and they need movement in the morning. Yeah. Squats, 10 squats, 10 push-ups, 10 Russian That's twists, it, yeah. 10 mountain That's climbers. That's a 10 mountain climbers. So it's an, yeah. a full body wake-up. So it's not to do a blast yeah. of a workout unless you want to then you can mm. but don't forget you've got the wednesday workouts which are probably better for a blast 
that's just to help wake yeah. you up. And I have posted up later a stretch one as well. So there is a mobility sequence. And I think one it's of... possibly something just to see how you get on with it. Just do it yeah. and see whether that, you know, if, if it's if it doesn't work, you know, to do yeah. that sort of first thing in the morning when you wake up, then then don't. It's just... Yeah, they're it's just, just ideas. Idea, they're it? just ideas. You've got yeah. to be... At the end of the day, in this group, as someone asked on the, for the Q&A later, was how do I continue with uh, the, this, what they're creating now, their routine... Uh, say eventually without the NK project said you want to go independent which is goals Mm -hmm. and it's a case of you've got set up these routines you've got set up this habits habit stacking that you can keep repeating automatically Mm -hmm. and able to adapt to different situations and as your environment changes as your life changes that's what yeah well I think it's got to I think I think with everything you do you know your training and exercise and, and and everything and food and things like that if people are in a fat loss phase and you know they're counting calories and stuff like that then you've you've almost got to have a different plan for different situations haven't you so exactly. the days when you have a nice easy day the days when you work late the yeah. weekends when things are completely different you need to have something that works for each of those situations yeah. so you know where you are if you only have a set routine for your nine to five or whatever then that's potentially going to go out the window at the weekend when everything's different so exactly yeah i would say a plan for each kind of situation yeah Yeah, i absolutely agree you mean it could be things like you get injured or your job changes um you have a baby (laughs) or or a puppy or you know because again it's it's life life changing things happen all the time and life throws curveballs and if you are too rigid i mean it's great being disciplined that should be applied all the time. So seeking motivation, applying... And a lot of this I'm seeing in the feedback forms that people are looking for motivation. You need to stop looking for motivation. The motivation's got you starting this NK project or starting personal training. Now it's going to take discipline to keep going, not motivation. Do not look for me and Kate for motivation. We are here to help you implementate discipline and consistency to keep repeating what you are doing over and over for the rest of your life. Yeah, and I think once you've done the six weeks of this, you would hopefully have got into some sort of rhythm or some sort of routine that yeah. you, you know, and I would like, I think, yeah, that some of the habits and things have actually started to embed them and you're just doing them without thinking. Yeah. And it's just become part of your everyday. Yeah. So therefore carrying on after the end of the six weeks, whilst it might seem daunting now, actually probably won't be yeah. because you'll have been doing it for yeah. six weeks. You'll have had feedback from us every week on everything you're doing. So by the end of the six weeks, you should be in a good place to carry on. And you may feel overwhelmed at the moment, some of you, if you're new to this. And we expect that to happen because Hmm. you're making changes. And that's why it feels overwhelming. And me and Kate want to give you every bit of information. We don't want to hide anything from you. We're not like these slimming companies where we make up these random rules. We're legit giving you things, (laughs) tools and guides and help to get there so this is why i ideally ever you get stuck or you feel like you're not sure what it is you're doing is, is the right way for you do feedback to us you know you've been assigned to me or kate we're your coaches and we're here to support you we're not here to judge you or to say oh this is shit what you're doing we're here to help we'll always just say we suggest maybe you do this and then we don't mind if you give your thoughts and go well actually would it be better if i do this actually nat or kate we're here to negotiate with you we are you see us as like a team in the day than um, yeah. just like a leader. We'd rather see each other as a team. You know, same with when we do one-to-one PT. I see me and the client as a team. It's teamwork. It goes both ways. Absolutely, yeah. 
yeah and I think with it's it's different things for different people isn't it so we you know like you said Nat we're not here with a rigid we want you to do this 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 we want you to eat this this and this you know we're not doing that we're sort of saying you know what works for you hence why we're saying you know you might have your own suggestions of of what might work you know okay I have to rush out of the house and grab something on the go mm-hmm, mm-hmm. can I do it this way can mm-hmm. I do it that way mm-hmm. yeah brilliant yeah exactly so have you already asked fantastic questions already which I've got a good Q&A later as well so to sum up the morning routine what we're looking for is look at what you already do and see if you want to make it better it might be actually your morning routine's great and you just didn't realize how mm-hmm. beneficial it was so you can just go well thank you for pointing that out I didn't realize how much that helps triggered my behavior yeah. for the rest of the day um another great idea for your morning routine for a lot of you because a lot of you putting down uh, increasing your protein intake and improving your nutrition knowledge so i would say a great non-negotiable one of my clients does and she does it as part of a morning routine she makes sure she has a high protein breakfast which is actually yeah. part of my own personal routine as well something i like to do because again it self triggers me to make it one gets me ahead of my protein goal Two, I make sure it's damn tasty and something to look forward to. So my client the other yeah. week, she was so gutted about her breakfast. I think it went wrong or something. It's really gutty when that happens. And she said, it just felt like it ruined her day. Because again, it's, it's your perception's been ruined, hasn't it, for that day? So I think if you yeah, make sure yeah. you've got... That's a good a, example there, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's really nice. Yeah. But if you, if you are a breakfast person, you're hungry when you get up like me, uh, or even if it's not till later, but if, you, if it's a first thing you do in the morning if that makes sense then that's a great one to set up for yourself make sure you have a tasty high protein breakfast in the morning to set you up for the yeah. day because then you're less likely to snack for your morning you're more likely to make better nutrition decisions as well and and even any of the other things like the water and that and the coffee uh stretching or ma- or getting about a little bit early just have some peace can just set your mind up to make better decisions no. you are self-triggering other behaviors and that's what we're trying to get you to do yeah, I think half it as well is maybe trying to think how do you, you know, how do you want to feel? Yeah, going yeah. forward in yeah. the day. Yeah, so it's no like you know, like I just shit. you know, yeah, or well, you probably know more easily how you don't want to feel. <laughs> so kind of adapt that. Yeah, and think well, yeah, what can I do? I don't want to feel rushed and whatever in the morning. Okay, so you set your alarm like that said for yep. ten minutes maybe earlier. Do your breakfast and, and do before. things a bit more. Yeah do things yeah, with, you know if, if you have to eat on the go you can still plan it in advance absolutely you know and get something with your protein in so that ties that in really, you yeah. absolutely i mean that now ties in nice with the evening routine because we can go into that which can help your morning routine so this is stuff you can do from today because you've got an evening coming up guys so if you're a shift work obviously you have to just do it as you wake up and before you go to bed, you'll have to just say it like that, then morning and evening routine, absolutely. Um, which I do train shift workers who do nights and it's a case of they have a routine before they go to bed, very similar to what they would do if it was night. They have a routine, <clears throat> what they do when they wake up, again, similar to in the morning. It's just they follow the same patterns, just different timing, that's all. Uh, so yeah. in the evening, obviously it may be you've had a bit of a shit day. So your perception right now is it could be you did go to the gym, but you're a bit like, oh, it's a shit session. You've got in. You t- decided to have something more hyperpalatable and tasty because you feel that rubbish about whatever's happened. So you're going to go to bed pissed off at yourself. And the next day, you're probably going to think, you know what, stuff it. All or nothing attitude, which happens there commonly. I'm just going to mm-hmm. write off the week. And you could have three or four days left of the week left, 
which is quite a chunk of the week where you can still make progress. So in the evening, if this happens or whether it doesn't happen, still do it. I've got into the habit of doing this since Kate's got me my new um, little uh, journal, like a business journal. Is that the best way to put it? Yeah. Business yeah, journal. yeah. yeah. I brought Kate one because it's that good. <laughs> I actually brought Kate one for a birthday because I actually rate it. I have never ever been consistent when it comes to planning and journaling in a in a paper book ever, and mm. I find now it's part of my evening routine. I've got into the habit. So, eight pm, mo- apart from when I go kickboxing night, I'll probably have to do it the next day. So, oh. bloody hell, Bailey, um, or I'll do it in bed. Is I've started recording down what I've done that day, tick off what I've done, which I love doing. What's up with Bailey? Has he seen another dog go? There's a dog walking past. Oh, that's somewhere. it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's not really aggressive, guys. He just wants to go out and beat his best friend. He's, yeah. It's just that's his way of saying <laughs> he's keeping me behind these walls and I can't go say hello. So that's Bailey's days ruined. Uh, <laughs> morning routine. But I know it sounds cheesy, but brain dumping, a gratitude diary, a journal, whatever you want to call it, I think personally, now I've experienced actually doing it consistently is really freaking helpful. It really finishes my yeah. evening off. And it does change perception because mine's quite a nice, simple one. So I've got, I write down in one section, as, as Kate knows, she's got hers. You've got a section of which says, why is today important? As in the day after. So you can write down why it's going to be important that day. It could be something dead simple, like um, just to just have a good day for it to go smooth. Or they've got a big event yeah. coming up. And then you have a section where you can have like your time. So every hour you can write in what you, what's scheduled for your day. Um, and then on the other side, you've got key points that you need to achieve, which you could put three to five. I'd say three, you always remember. I'm happy to put more because I'll do it. Um, and you can tick that off at the end of your day then. And then in the other section, mm. it's divided into three. So you've got where you can write down notes and stuff or brain dump, whatever you're thinking, ideas. And then you've got the section where it says things you're gra- uh, grateful for, which could be anything that happened that day or in general. And then the uh-huh. other side, so things going bad, it says lessons. And I like that. Yeah. That it says good. lessons. good, isn't it? Yeah. 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 And I thought that's really, because I've actually, I don't you always use it, because then once I've read the gratitude stuff, I'm kind of like, oh, everything's okay. Um, you know, because it's changed my perception. Yeah. And I think, yeah, and that's the point of it, isn't it? Is you write down that and then you actually think, oh, actually, yeah, the day was okay. And I, I Oh, you know, I'll be honest, when I first started doing things like that, it can feel a bit cringy when you start doing it. I'm not going to lie. But um, <laughs> after a while, you just got to get into the kind of swing of it. It's what you get out of it, isn't it? That's the main thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But I think what I think what's important, though, is, is, is if you're writing down, you know, doing a gratitude diary and good things that have happened that day. One thing that I find that helps is to also put down how it made you feel. Yeah. So it's not just this happened today, which was good. It's like, okay, well, how did that make you feel? And then there's also a little separate section you can have when it's like, well, what can I do more of tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah. So if you had a really bad day, you could reflect to go, I'm going to make next day better. Yeah. And try and be sort of specific about it. So if something good happened that day that maybe you didn't even register it during the day, but then when you're thinking about it in the evening, you put it down and you go, right, okay, well, tomorrow I can make sure I do X, Y, Z. Exactly. Now, again, a lot of you are like, What's having a nice evening routine or, should we say, leaning up to bedtime in case you've got shift workers? What is the benefit of this when it comes to like health and fitness? It's because of your sleep. And people don't realise yeah. um, when it comes to like fat loss, muscle gain, energy levels. 
Um, anything in life, sleep is the most underrated factor when it comes to all of that. And when I speak, Definitely. I don't know if you do, Kate, but when I do consultations, I actually ask clients one of the main questions, what is your sleep like? What's your routine? How much do you get? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's, we've still got this mentality of, in this country, especially in England, um, the less sleep you run on, the more of a soldier you are. I'm afraid you're not. You just put yourself to an early grave and your metabolism is messed up. Your hunger hormones are messed up. So your hunger hormones, ghrelin and leptin. You're more hungry the next day when you don't sleep well because your ghrelin increases your hunger hormone, ghrelin, think gremlin, and your leptin hormone decreases. So the byproduct, you're more hungry and you're in a bad mood. You So you want dopamine, you want serotonin. What do you go for? The foods that make you feel that way, which are normally hyperpalatable and very high calorie, which is fine, yeah. but you tend to end up eating a lot more of it than you probably want to based on your goals at the time. So Yeah, that's right. And I think when you have a lack of sleep and you then automatically have a have a lack of energy then yeah it's it's very easy to for like everything to slide it's like if you know if i have clients and then they're like oh god you know last week i managed to lift more than this why you know why does this feel like a struggle um and with women obviously there's there is other factors yeah yeah absolutely yeah but sometimes it's like well okay how was your sleep and it's like oh well actually i didn't have the greatest night's sleep well there you go then that's probably it's so detrimental when you lose sleep and the thing with sleep once you've lost it to do so you lost it but you can buffer the negative effects of it through like say naps and stuff which we have got a good question later about that so we will answer that later but what we're getting up this evening routine is have a sleep have a sleep hygiene routine so we don't mean having a wash because i love how it's called sleep hygiene i don't even know who came up with that (laughs) but yeah that's what it's called it's called a sleep hygiene routine yeah. So the brain dumping, the gratitude out is a great one. If you like, say, if you want a simple way of brain dumping, and you're not sure where to start, like I said, the the book and the journal me and Kate have got the fill learning one. It is more for people with business. So I'd say if you do run a business or anything, or you're doing like a even if you're studying, probably a great one for you if you ever want to send uh, the link for it. But it's a section you can write in any pad so the once divided yeah. into three so at the top you can have like nearly three quarters of the page written out saying thoughts ideas brain dump and then make a line down the middle halfway down or do it on a separate page one side saying things i'm grateful for and try to think at least three to five and that could be something good that happened that day or something just generally grateful for. Uh, like I say, I'm, like, I tend to put, I'm grateful for my health. I'm grateful for my fitness. Uh, when I had COVID, I was, mm. I was grateful for vaccines. <laughs> I was uh, grateful for... Well, exactly, yeah. yeah. They can be big or small. And I've got this little thing that... Um, What's that one? Just about to see that, actually. Uh, see that say five-minute journal? Oh, it's got nice yeah. little uh, subtitles so got, to fill I out. I was... Yeah, I find it handy to have the prompts because... Oh, yeah, I think that's where people get stuck. Yeah, that's literally three things I'm grateful for, three mini goals for making Mm. today great, my affirmations, three awesome things that happened, how can I make the day better, what am I looking forward to tomorrow? I like that, nice and simple. That's literally it. Yeah. yeah. So you say you've got that one, whereas I quite like... Five-minute journal. Yeah, I like If you've got where you got it from, Kate, post a link to the group because I think a lot of people would like that. I think it was a gift, but... It's possibly an Amazon thing. Yeah, Amazon. Yeah, yeah, good old Prime. Um, yeah. I'd probably end up including one of the prize as well for the Yeah, it's an Amazon. I'm, I'm looking at putting one in for the prize, actually, for the NK project. So don't forget, guys, for checking every week. Just for checking in, at least, you're in for a chance to win a prize at the end of six weeks. So 
like I say, you've got Kate's one there where it's got like, you can buy journals with actually, you know, where prompts of helping you what to write. And then you've got like yeah. a simple one like that, which is more business based, but it is about that. So I have a lessons section instead of what went bad, it's lessons. So like Kate said, how do you make you feel or what would you do next time to make it better? Just to like clarify that. And then probably writing down what you are grateful for, whether it's something nice that happened or just in general. Yeah, or you just have a space where you just write down everything. Whatever you want. Yeah, whatever comes across your mind. It's your private journal in the day. No one has to see. No, absolutely. Yeah, it's none of anyone's business. And if they do read and take it out of context, that's not fair. (laughs) They should be doing that. That's not fair. No. So, yeah, with your evening routine, what we're saying is ideally do things that are going to wind you down. One of my personal ones I like doing in the evening as part of my evening routine is one hour before bed, ideally I come off my phone so at least off social media, because we take on so much information. So I've got friends message. I may message, that's about it. But I don't message anyone for work, business, nothing like that. I'm literally winding down away from the screens. Ideally, if I'm not sleepy enough when I go to bed, I'll read a book. Um, if you have got the blessed of having not having shift work, ideally having a similar bedtime would be ideal as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, have, I, my other routine is also having a warm drink before I go to bed, so I have a cam- camel tea, though I call it camel toe tea. <laughs> if you ask <laughs> your Alexa, you do. If you ask your Alexa <laughs> to put that on the shopping list, she will actually put it on, just so you know. Uh, <laughs> fun fact, <laughs> keep things you know, childish. <laughs> so yeah, look at like a relaxing routine for the evening and a way to get all that out your head. Or if it's not in the evening yeah. when you finish your shift. You can still apply. Well, just, yeah, and just again, it's like whatever works for you. Keep it, it might simple. be that it's not something that you feel comfortable sitting and doing that sort of gratitude thing. But you know what? It literally, is finding something that just you know feels good for you. Yeah, keep it really simple. Look at what you already do. Be flexible if you do shift work and also for weekends. So of course you can change for the weekends. So on the weekends, I go up a little bit later. On a Saturday, it's normally meal prep. So the hours, I get up, take the time, I can have a glass of water still, so I'll have a coffee, I can apply that every day. And then on Saturdays, I meal prep. And then Sunday, um, I keep it quite freestyle a little bit, but it's still a case of getting up, water and coffee. That kind of sticks. So if you can find yeah. something that can stick all the time, which is very yeah. simple to do wherever you are, you know, no matter how simple it is, stick with that. We are asking for you to do loads. It's just yeah. how can you make your morning better to change your perception for the day to make better decisions and how huh. can you also make tweaks to your evening again to just make it better yeah. so you sleep better as much as little as you want i say i say personally for me evenings are a great time to come off the phone writing into a book you're away from a screen you're not just brain dumping you're planning your day out the next day as well yeah. if you have a plan for the next day and you've had a shit day it just helps have you have something to look forward to look forward to achieving try and always aim to not have two bad days on the trot don't write your week off and think, well, I can, yeah. make, I can make tomorrow better. Have leeway for having the odd couple of bad days a week because nothing's perfect. If you have a great week all, all round, fair play, fantastic. Um, but not everyone's going to go perfect. So you just aim what you can do majority of the time as best you can. And like I said, it's all to help you with making sure you're not going to write weeks off and have all or nothing attitude. We're trying to change your mindset. Mm. That's what we're trying to do with this. But it is down to you now to implement it with the things we've suggested. Okay. So we'll go on to the Q&A because there's quite a few questions this week. We've got one, two, three, four. We'll try and answer as many as we can. If we can't answer them all, we'll carry them over to the next one if we don't get many. But we'll just put them at the top, the list. So question one. Is it bad to have too much sleep and to nap in the day? Right, okay. 
Do you want to take this Kate or me? Um, well, I don't, uh, science-wise, I'm not entirely sure on, on how that works, but I would imagine that if you have too much sleep, you would feel pretty crap. A bit groggy in that. Yeah, yeah, you get that sleep inertia because there's only so many sleep cycles that you that, that you go through in one yes. session. So I'd imagine if you go over that and sleep longer, then you are going to feel a bit groggy, sort of hungover feeling, I'd have yeah. thought. Um, so I would have thought to make yourself feel better that you wouldn't want to have too much sleep. <laughs> Napping in the day, if you need it, if you haven't had a good night's sleep or, you know, shift working or something that... that yeah, yeah. That, that means that's useful then absolutely yeah have it there's nothing wrong with that a power nap you know if it if it gets you through your afternoon um the only thing i'd say i suppose is if you're relying on um naps in the day that you possibly need to look at your sleep at night yeah um and just work out what's happening and see if there's something you can change there yeah i think with the whole too much sleep thing it's more so the seven to nine hours of sleep a night which is recommended that was taken for general population so what someone did, they basically did a mass research on what people have on average and what they function well on. Um, and when I say function well, I don't mean detrimentally. And also they've looked at athletes, like how depending on how much sleep they get, depends how well they perform. Like Kate said, could be lifting the gym one week heavier, the other week not so heavy. And you might go, ah, I've not been sleeping that well. Which say females go through the men- uh, menstrual cycle or go through menopause massively affects us, which is why it's an absolute bastard when it comes to weight training sometimes for us um so that's why i make sure i have great sleep as much as possible when i'm in the evening it's it's so individual so some people have seven hours sleep and they're wide awake they feel energetic they're the best and absolutely fine and some people need nine hours sleep and when you look to <laughs> athletes i'm afraid you look to males which is really annoying because it's we are slightly different males female i think females apparently need more on average but not every female but majority need more uh, need like eight to nine hours some of them like i know some clients like they have to have nine hours like females they said i just don't run great on anything less i can tell the difference in me because i have anything less i feel like i need to nap so it is down to you experimenting with yeah. that to see how much you need i would say personally set alarms set a similar re- sleep routine if possible if you're not a shift worker if you are a shift worker then just set for maybe an amount of time to be in bed uh, i work with shift workers i've got one girl changed the paramedic she will have at least five to six hours if she has to sleep in the day because it's very tricky sleeping in the day um she will nap on shift if she can if she's not out in the you know you know out in the ambulance um and then when she's back on days again for her she seems to be okay on at seven hours she runs pretty well on that um and she has a set bedtime routine when she's uh, on day shifts or off and set bedtime routine for when she's on her night shifts but when it comes to napping again like kate, like kate said it just depends so for example i had to go kit boxing at half past seven on a wednesday in the evening so i finish at nine o'clock it's an hour and a half session it is quite full on he does do relaxation with us at the end so i'll give him that and he makes make sure we're not too pent up when we leave because we do spar a lot during the session and i don't sleep as restful as i would on a normal night so i do feel very tired on a thursday so for a bit, I'm all right on a Thursday because I've got my clients, I've got yoga. After yoga, I start crashing a little bit. So I tend mm. to have to go home, have something, maybe go out for a walk just to get some natural light. And then I will sleep for half an hour on a Thursday mm. if I feel I need it. I won't push through it. I normally make time to sleep for half an hour before ideally, they say, ideally before 2pm. I think that's to do with the, I can never yeah. say this right, circadian rhythm. 
that right I'm saying that yeah that's right yeah and I think as well again because of the sleep cycles if if you are going to sleep in the day I think your your optimal time is no longer than half an hour yeah. isn't it yeah, I mean, so you'd need to set an alarm, really. Yeah, ideally. which I do. Yeah, so I mean, you could set an hour alarm because you might only sleep for ten minutes. So I, I got one client. She sets her alarm for an hour, and she's very, very active. So that's probably why she sleeps. She's also got four children. <laughs> so <laughs> and she's but she's very active. Like she's got a dog. She does probably fifteen, twenty thousand steps a day without trying. Mm-hmm. It's just part of her life. Yeah. So of course she does have her nap, and she always has done. Um. But I said to her, do you think you sleep for the whole hour? She goes, probably not, actually. I said, probably like 10, 20 minutes or half an hour max. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because if you sleep too long, you feel more groggy. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And a little top tip for that, actually, okay. is if you if you did set your alarm for half an hour, or say 40 minutes, so 10 mm-hmm. minutes to say fall asleep, half an hour to be asleep, is to have a cup of coffee before yes. you go to sleep, depending on what time it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, not after 2 p.m. ideally. <laughs> If yeah, you're very, if very you're, easily um, stimulated by caffeine like me. Yeah, and then the caffeine takes about half an hour to kick in. So in an ideal world, you wake up after yes. your half an hour nap, your caffeine kicks in as well. Yeah. Helps you feel a lot more Absolutely. Yeah, I, yeah, I actually do that myself on Thursdays usually. Uh, and I'm fine for the rest of the day, really. Mm. So yeah, I'm able to PT a group or train later and I go straight food shopping normally with Steph. So it helps mm. me. And it's only once a week I have to do that. Uh, I mean, some people go, why do you keep going? kickboxing then if it's that later Mike because I like it yeah <laughs> so I'm going to stop yeah there. okay so I hope that covers that one ideas for quick high protein breakfast on the go so it kind of ties into the next one what could I buy from the shop on the go so it's normally first and like Kate said with the morning routine it might be you have to rush off you have to kind of get up and go because it might be you up really early or because the amount of time you need to sleep whatever reason it is for say a quick high protein breakfast, if you've done no prep whatsoever, I think the 0% fat Greek yogurt, like two to 300 grams, yeah. is the fastest thing you're going to grab. Because uh, you can buy it from the shops, so you can buy individual pots. So don't go for uh, the full fat, ideally for a protein point of view, because it's higher protein, 0% fat, and not Greek style, proper Greek yogurt. Yeah. So you can only get the lower brands now because there's other brands out there that aren't as expensive anymore. And then literally buy a box of any berries you enjoy, whether it's raspberries, strawberries, blueberries, preferably probably strawberries or blueberries because you haven't got to take off the leaf and you can just put it straight, into, dump it straight mm-hmm. into your yogurt. Honey you might have at home, so you just carry that with your bite at the shop and then keep it in the car to quickly make up. Taking spoons and stuff with you, like things you can eat out of quickly as well. That I would say that's the quickest go-to. Unless you've got an yeah. cake for just grab and go, if like, you've done no prep whatsoever. I mean, you can't, there, there are certain brands which, which are quite good that are actual um, protein yogurts, aren't they? Yes. Um, I um, think Arla. Is it Arla? Yeah, and then Aldi have, have got their own version because it's cottage cheese yeah. and 0% fat Greek yogurt combined. Yes. Which was and some of them so have hard. about 25 grams yeah, of protein which is decent. in the one pot. Uh, even yeah. the ones in the little squidgy, they're like a squidgy pack thing, aren't they? Like, yeah, like, you get them in like a pouch. Yeah, I've yeah. seen them as well. Yeah. And again, just take some pieces of fruit with you just to give some carbohydrate yeah. as well so you feel a bit fuller with the fibre. Fibre is mm. your best friend, guys, if you're doing fat loss, fibre and protein because they're filling mm-hmm. you can eat high volumes of it as well so it stuffs you up for a little bit um another one because people always ask me this what about protein bars i always say protein bars are a, are a great tool a bit like protein shakes they are convenient um if you like chocolate and basically you need a chocolate hit but you need to take your protein you get two for one there 
but it depends mm. on what brand you get as well because there's different ones out there and there is some brands who claim they're high protein but they're not and it's just extra calories for the sake of it just no point some of them are quite a lot of calories yeah. i'm a big fan of grenades because yes it's 230 calories but it's like was it 25 grams or 20 grams of protein 20 i think they range between don't yeah they? it just depends but it's a good amount but, yeah. and it's the tastiest damn protein bar on the market yeah yeah it absolutely. is expensive but it's not something you want all the time so no. fair plate is expensive they are very they are very filling yeah i find oh, i've got one client she was out on the go the other week so she had a really decent high protein breakfast but she was not gonna have time off lunch so she had the protein bar which, to mm. be fair, that met into a goal. And then she obviously made sure she had her, her veggies and her fruits later in the evening when she had her evening meal. But it helped her hit her goal, mm. and that's why she did that. So yeah. it's, again, don't rely on them. Just use them if they fit in your goal and it's applicable to what you want. Or say, you know, you want something sweet that day, but you want to hit your protein goal, but you've only got, say, less than 300 calories. They're great to opt for. Um, yeah, but I wouldn't definitely. say have it all the time on the go for breakfast. You want to opt for having fruit or veg or some sort um, and some leaner protein sources. So like I say, 0% fat yogurt. But ideally, guys, plan ahead. You know, this mm. Sunday, Saturday just gone. I did put some stuff up on my stories. If you're not following me already, it's at the Nag Personal mm-hmm. Trainer. I always put some, uh, tips and stuff up quite regularly, especially on my stories. Mm-hmm. I do tip of the day every day. And all, I basically baked a whole pack of chicken sausages in the oven on greaseproof paper. And then that's it. Then once they're cooled, they're wrapped in foil and they're in the fridge. I literally have to just slice them in half and then toast an English muffin and shove them on there. I mean, I've got time to fry an egg in the morning and whack that on as well. But if I didn't, mm. I'd have probably three or four of those chicken sausages on an English muffin. And I can look, you can even make the English muffin the night before, everything all put together and re- put, wrap it in greaseproof paper and paper towels into it. And you can heat mm. it up in the microwave as well, which you can do with like breakfast wraps as well when i've done them before so i'll be honest i wouldn't have thought yeah. of making that the night before actually yeah i do I, I do it yeah, okay, yeah. yeah so yeah. i basically prep my breakfast on a tray well also you mm-hmm. do the slow cooker or one pot dish on top of the hob on a saturday morning i take yeah. no more than an hour doing food prep on the weekend because yeah. i'm not one of those people who's going to spend hours and hours there food prepping how people do that i don't no. know and I mean, Steph will normally cook something in bulk on a Sunday that we want. Like we done lobby this week for those who are not Stokies, it's beef stew because um, <laughs> it's literally fry off beef, onions and leeks, shove everything in a slow cooker, leave to cook. And yeah. it makes about eight servings. That it's massive because we put two packs of meat in there and we can freeze <laughs> it. But yeah, I'd say, honestly, guys, breakfast tray bake if you're a meat eater is the way forward. <laughs> because <laughs> you can cook it on yeah. a tray wrap it and reheat it it's absolutely or eat it cold i've done it both ways i've done it for many years since we at the ledge center it's dead tasty i actually look forward to my breakfast in the morning uh or i do proats because it's quick to put together watch out for these high yeah. protein porridges and these high protein bars that you see in supermarkets nine times out of ten the odds read the back of the label if it says for example i saw aldi's protein porridge it was seven grams of uh, protein per, I think it was something like 70 grams of porridge oats. And I was like, isn't that what's normal in porridge oats? It's a bit of a, so a, a cop-out. It's a bit of a marketing cop-out. Anyway. So do be careful of uh, food labels saying that because it's not very well regulated at the moment. And if you're not sure about an, an, uh, an item that says it's high protein, send to me in case I had a pitch to us and we'll, we'll let you know. We're here to, to be honest, some of them, I think the way they get around it is some of them don't actually even say high protein. They'll just say protein, whatever, protein yeah. porridge. Yeah. 
And, and then you have to learn to read the label on the back. Don't read the traffic light system, it's useless. This whole looking at high fat, high sat and all that, it's absolutely useless. You need to look at calories and look at protein on the back per serving. Yes. Look at that. Yeah. Okay, um, another quick one, buying shop on the go. This is a quick one I did with a client when she was heading off to go pick a daughter up from Bangor and she was heading to a Costa or a Starbucks, I can't remember the top of my head. But basically, she wasn't sure what to eat on the go. She wanted some high protein, but fits in a calorie goal. And I said, because it's a well-known chain, all their stuff's on the website. And it'll be on my mm. fitness pal and NutriCheck. So we yes. literally went on the website. I think it's either tuna melt or something else we selected. But it was like less than 500 calories. It was more than 25 grams of protein for the serving. And that's what we did. So have a look ahead if you know where you're going on the day as well. Mm. And have maybe yeah. a calorie allowance, make sure you have a minimum protein target to aim for. So say 25 grams at least. I'd say less than, say it's a sandwich or a ciabatta or wrap, maybe less than 500, is pushing it 500 calories because it is more trickier eating out of doing that. Mm. And then not for like a fruit pot and maybe just like a water, a diet drink because it's zero calories or Americano and add your own milk in if you want to, if you did a fat loss phase particularly as well sushi's probably quite a good one yes. to grab and go yeah, isn't it? if you've got like an yeah. m&s on the way or an aldi this, yeah. especially aldi really nice sushi uh mm. but again if you're not if you're if you're not vegetarian go for the uh, meat option and if you're pescatarian there's obviously fish options just gets mm. a bit tricky if you're vegetarian or vegan because obviously hitting the protein source you might have to take a shake with your baby perhaps uh to top it mm. up a little bit uh right how long we got left 10 minutes so um Right, so we covered this just about the sleeping. So struggle with sleep with a, a bit when on early shifts. I think that's sometimes that anxiety of getting up early when you're used to doing a late shift and then suddenly, boom, you go into the early shifts, which I used to struggle with at the old leisure centre when I used to do shifts. I said to Kate, train at 2 o'clock in the afternoon on early. So I used to feel like shit. But I knew mm. what I knew now, I probably would be okay and change that because I would go to bed really late off a late shift because I get in at 9 o'clock. I want to spend a couple hours up with Steph um whereas on when i switch suddenly you get used to it and you boom you're back on an early it throws your body off what i did near the end before i, I quit being well handing my notice as a fitness instructor contracted <coughs> i started going to bed at similar time as close as i could on the late so if it meant to go in bed at 10 i went to bed at 10 i just had to because i'd feel like crap and i wouldn't mm. get up too late i started setting alarms when to get up so i didn't oversleep as well so again what we just covered about the night before because it wasn't specific why they struggle with the early shift but i'd say having a, a you know a relaxing routine come off screens maybe brain dump a little bit um try and make sure you allow yeah, yourself it's... enough time to go to sleep as well you adequate sleep what you run best on yeah it's maybe yeah using that morning and evening routine setup again for whenever you good yeah, homework this week trying to keep it all consistent i guess as yeah. much as you can good homework for you this week because you can literally See if you can do something similar, like a similar routine, despite whether it's early or late, it's just your time will be different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but make sure you are giving yourself enough time to go to sleep and to wind down and relax. Because mm. uh, you want quality sleep, not just uh, low you know, quantity as well. Mm. Last one, which we kind of covered a little bit earlier, is how do I continue? Well, basically, we want to learn how to continue what we're doing now in the NK project. We'll say without it, how did it become completely self-sufficient, which is goals which is what we like clients to get to, which is why we'll never be rich. <laughs> uh, that, that's Because that's what we're here for. We want to help people. So these, these are my main factors, and you can reel off after, Kate, what you think within nine minutes. So 
discipline is one stop looking at motivation if you can master your discipline master to do things and repeat things regardless of situations discipline is what you're looking at like me and kate if we feel tired we still have the discipline of we're going to go train we're just going to go it it doesn't matter if we don't do as much but we're going to turn up and we're going to go um finding a way to enjoy the process so what you're doing now you find you don't feel like it's a punishment you don't feel like it's too much of a chore things are becoming automatic and things become rewarding and you like the journey because that will keep you on there. Um, and lastly, like we said earlier, able to adapt to situations or to change. The the, the best people, the best ones who say in survival, in a survival situation, the ones who survive the best aren't the strongest, they're not the smartest, they're the ones who can adapt to change. Yeah, absolutely. They're the ones who survive. Think like yeah. with COVID, with my business, I could have lost my business. I had to pivot and react to the situation to make those changes as much as we don't like changes as humans to save the mm. business. And that's what I did. You know, I'm still here because I adapt to the situation. Uh, mm. I'm not saying it was easy, but I feel quite proud that I'd managed to do that because I, it was touch yeah. and go, but managed to do it. So what was your mm. take on that, Kate? How would you feel? How would you think? Where would we want our clients to be to say they didn't need well, us anymore? Yeah. I think a lot of it is working on embedding your habits. So like we were talking about habit stacking, do something you already do and add something onto that so you get in, so you try and embed those habits. Um, so I think that's part of it. I think it's just having that knowledge so that when you go through, you know, when life gets in the way, then you can relax for a bit and then you know that you've, you've, you've got the tools there to get back on track so a bit like you said you need to learn to adapt you need to learn to change you need to just change you know change your mindset so you're not an all or nothing which is what we say all the time so you're not just saying right that's it the whole week's gone I need to start again on Monday it's a case of well right this is what I can do I'm going to work on what I can do which is why we have daily non-negotiables basically don't we so even if everything else is going tits up you can still concentrate on, you know, your water or getting a little bit of fresh air every day or, you know, whatever your daily non-negotiables might be. So I think it's just focusing on that and thinking that there's always something you can do yeah. to keep you on track with your goals. You may not hit everything every day, every week, but there will always be something that you can do towards yeah. your goals. Yeah. And I think as long as you remember that and as long as you know that, then you're not going to jump down that you know, jump into the fuck it bucket and go, right, that's it. I'm I'm crap, I'm useless. You just, you won't. Because you'll think, well, okay, I can still do this. I can still do this. And then when everything turns around and life sorts itself out, you're back in there with your daily, weekly goals. Yeah. And also accepting that sometimes you're going to put a bit of body fat on and that's normal and you're going to lose a bit, depending on the time of year. But accept that. Yeah, like over the winter months, I, I carry a bit more body fat and I'm fine with that. And then hmm. when it gets a bit warmer, it's easy. I lose. I'm actually leaner in the summer just because I'm out yeah. about and moving more. And you know, I think we're all the same. And accepting that, not thinking I have to be a certain weight or a certain dress size, it's accepting mm. yourself. Not, I'm not saying thinking you're perfect. Or we all know we should love ourselves and self love and all this. But having the body confidence to, you know, be okay with carrying a little bit of fluff now and again. And you yeah. Know, but then knowing how to pull it back if you've got that leeway. Thinking, oh, I am going a bit high now, so I'm going to pull it back a bit. So understanding, hmm. I mean, a good example of how to continue onwards. For example, me getting kickboxing at half seven at night on a Wednesday when it's dark right now, where people go, how do you find 
they'll say to me motivation to keep guess it's not motivation it's purely discipline and i've mm. been going week in week out if i lose a week if you're not going i'm losing one hour an hour and a half of losing out on learning skills or enhancing my skills doing it i feel like i'm missing out and also because i'm no longer just about physique goals yes i do work on physique goals now and again but i'm always tweaking and tailoring what i want to work on you're the same case so sometimes i'm just focused on my strength and performance when it comes to kickboxing or weight training or swimming or whatever it is i'm doing and then sometimes i've like the past month been focused on my physique and because basically there is an end of a cliff whatever goal you're going for there's an end of a cliff and then you've got to think do i jump off the cliff and that's it i'm done now like after the six weeks nk project or do i if you say you do achieve what you want to achieve or do you take the next step and climb the big the next mountain mm. you take it it's like say you do like you walk snowden and you've done snow so you did snowden climb i've i've done it twice just for the sake of i had mates who haven't done it but do i want to do it again not really because i've done it so i want to do a different climb yeah you know, I, yeah. I want to conquer say Kadar idris next because i never got to finish it so i've got to finish that climb and do it because of car parking um so <laughs> always remember there is a cliff end to say fat loss so then it might be you go to muscle building or you go to strength training um or just maintaining because you like where you are um you know or there's some like personal goals you want to hit fitness or health wise so that's what that's how you continue onwards in the future which is where yeah and i think yeah it's also thinking because i know everyone who does this does it for they will always say i want the accountability i like the accountability so i think yeah. you've it's just shifting that and thinking well you've 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 got to be accountable to yourself yeah. you know you may not be sending us a check-in sheet every week or having us here saying okay well this week you know we're suggesting you do xyz you know you obviously you've got to think well yeah you've got to be accountable to yourself and part of the you know the morning and evening things we've done is kind of writing down what you've done in your day yeah. Do it, you know, you know, even if you do it a bit like our checking sheets. Yeah. You can keep doing that kind of thing. Absolutely. And then once you've got it down and you've written it down, you've looked at it and you can think, right, oh, okay, yeah, actually, I've achieved this, 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 and this. Tomorrow I can do this, 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 and this. Yeah. So you can kind of do it the same, the same sort of way. And that's all we've got time for because it's about to go off the podcast. But I hope oh. you enjoyed today. I hope you found it really useful. Any questions, please send an email to the NK Project at the NAG Personal Trainer.co.uk. Um, obviously, we're going to have. The podcast version of this which you'll be listening back to some of you so do ask us questions we're here to help we'll get back to you individually and also answer it into the podcast as well and into the live thanks so much guys take care have a great day